Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Becky. Hey, I'm David. And you're listening to Talkin' Tofu, where a couple of vegans talk about what we ate. What are we, we going to do this week on the show? This week on the show, we'll talk homemade sushi and Dave's search for the perfect coffee creamer and try the new Gardein Steak and Eggs Breakfast Bowl. Is it new? New to me. Yeah. Is new to the new? household. I pulled Talking up- Toaf New is that segment is what we're going to call that. Yep. That's what we're going to call that. You know what? I don't know if it's new. It was a new option on the grocery ordering prime now thing okay so new to prime now in our area in atlanta (laughs) this is bad possibly new anyway the point is we ate it we ate it this morning i think my my foggy brain and low energy might be a result of eating it but we'll get to that we will Yeah. yeah i i tend to agree so hey dave hey how you doing besides foggy brain, low energy? I have low energy and a foggy brain. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think that's related to your 2 a.m. bedtime early wake up, Is 8 a.m. wake up? Are you bringing this here? Should I not? Do I stay up too late? No, I'm saying you were up late, which is normal, but you also were up early today. I was up early today, but not super early. I mean, I heard reports... I'm tired. Do you want me to just say it in those words? I guess so. I'm tired. (laughs) I feel like we were being woken up starting around seven. Mm, Okay. That's early. That's only five hours. That's not enough sleep is my point. Okay. Yeah. I usually get around six. Oh, yeah. You don't need as much sleep as me. You sleep like a college kid. I need nine hours. You sleep like 14 hours. Yeah. Yeah. I like to sleep. You do? I'm good at it. I'm a real pro. But you... um. You struggle to connect evening and the next day, <laughs> like because you've recently tried to rally for some reason. Like I'm encouraging you to rally or something. Like you're <laughs> rallying yourself up and then being like, "Look at me rally," <laughs> and you'll stay up until like eleven thirty. But then it's like the whole next day, you're just like, oh, "I'm just so tired." Oh, what is it? Why am I so tired? <laughs> Why did I stay up so late? I'm just having and then so that much night, fun hanging out with you. Yeah, it's I I love the company. But <laughs> then that night you're ready to rally again. I'm kind of stuck in a really unhealthy loop. You are, and it's yeah. every day's the same now. Yeah. And then you're bringing this <laughs> this extra repetitive energy 
to every day being the same. Well, maybe the cabin will take that out of me. Probably maybe, not. I don't know. Who can say? Who only, can say? Only time will tell. All I'm saying is that it makes me feel even more Groundhog Day-ish to see you like enacting <laughs> the same script while every day is the exact same. Learning nothing. It makes me feel like I'm the observer of the actual, like the day is repeating itself. Are you Bill Murray and I'm Andy McDowell? I hope you're not Andy McDowell. <laughs> <laughs> Dave really dislikes Andy McDowell. I don't want to Hey. I might want to work in Hollywood one day. Okay. This I'll, could really, I'll cut that out. No, yeah, this could really propel out. you to stardom and this, Andy McDowell would Andy be the McDowell one. Andy McDowell take could be what, what shuts that down. You're going to get canceled. Hey, what did we eat this week? I don't know. <laughs> I know what we ate. Good pizza. We had good pizza. Yeah. It was the same pizza as last week. Oh my God. Every week's the same. But... This week uh, for Vegan Supper Club, the theme was Japanese food, and I wasn't feeling super creative, so I made sushi burritos, but then I coated them in panko and air fried them, and then I ran off to do some phone banking, so I don't really know how you enjoyed your sushi burrito. Um, I liked it. I liked it, too. It was tasty. We it hadn't had messy. sushi in a while. Yeah. There's not a lot of good sushi takeout or curbside options right now. So you're kind of stuck. Well, vegan sushi takeout curbside, at least our favorite places, are not necessarily offering that. So it's been a minute. And I think if I'm going to come at this objectively, I'm going to say that homemade sushi is not the same as sushi from a sushi restaurant. There's kind of a different set of expectations going into it. Yeah. But it was very good. I... um we call it fried tofu or fried sushi. Yeah. It goes in the air fryer. Yeah. It definitely has a fried quality to it, but I don't want to give the impression that it's like breaded, like tempura sushi. Yeah. You know? It like evokes that feeling with the crunchiness. Also though, I do want to say that the, I have this recipe on my website. Yeah. Um, and what website is that? That's glueandglitter.com. Okay. And the sushi roll on my website is a regular sized sushi roll. And I think that in the sushi burrito it, that the panko coating didn't work as well because ah. it was just so big. Was this a sushi burrito? Yeah, this was a sushi burrito. Okay. So Maybe I've a- gotten bigger and I just don't realize it. <laughs> Because it seemed like regular sushi size to me. So I actually learned, I also have a sushi burrito recipe on my website. And when I shared that on social media, it turns out that not everyone knows what that is. Like it's, I don't know if it's just not everywhere or maybe it wasn't at that time, but I don't think it's everywhere. Here in Atlanta, sushi burritos are kind of a thing. You can get them all over. And it's basically a super big sushi roll. So, you know, when you make a sushi roll, you'll roll it multiple times. So if you look at it straight on, there's like a spiral inside. A sushi burrito roll, you just roll it over once. It's much faster to roll it and you can fit more fillings inside of it because you're not trying to do that tight spiral, you know. Uh, I prefer it because of the quickness of rolling so that we can get sushi in our faces without me doing a ton of work. Yeah, I like it because I'm a big, lazy man who wants to just hold the thing in his hand and continue to take bites out of it. Yeah, and I think the name is just to sort of evoke the size of it. It's well, bigger. you know, I, I think it's um, it's called that because a burrito is a dish that is a rolled flour tortilla. 
and it has a lot of different ingredients inside of it. Are you? I can't tell and if you're roll being sarcastic. You are. <laughs> well, I'm. No, I, I'm yeah. saying I think it's called a sushi burrito because it's like you are making a burrito with sushi ingredients. Pretty much. And it's also different from a hand roll because when I explained what a sushi burrito was, some person asked me if it was like a different name for a hand roll. Uh-huh. Um, and it is it is different from a hand roll because a hand roll, you roll at an angle and it's got a conical shape. You get less good stuff inside. Yeah. I mean, I love a hand roll, but it's not a hand roll. It's right. like a burrito sized sushi roll. Yeah. A big fat roll of sushi. Yeah. It's delightful. It's it my is point. good. So what do we put in there? Air fryer tofu, avocado. Lettuce. Carrot. Carrots. I think that might have been it. We're leaving town uh, right after we record this, and so this was a real fridge clean-out situation. We didn't have... Why are you apologizing for it? It was awesome. It was good. Yeah. I don't know. It was very filling. We made a little sriracha mayo. Well, the first night I did Bragg's amino acids because we're out of soy sauce Mm -hmm. and kind of dipped it in that. And that, I didn't enjoy that. But the then, Bragg's doesn't work as a sushi dip, nope. I don't think. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work as a soy sauce replacement. And yeah. it says it on the jar. And it's like, I just believed it because it says it on the jar. Yeah. It's not. I it's, got it because there was no soy sauce at the store. I assumed that was No shade case. on Bragg's. I like Bragg's, but I don't feel that it is a soy Bragg's sauce replacement all the time. It's on the same shelf as Andy McDowell in what? Groundhog Day. I like Andy McDowell in other things, but in Groundhog Day. Okay. Right next so to So they're like the Andy McDowell of condiments no, because they also make the nutritional things. yeast that we buy. Okay, I don't eat nutritional yeast either. Oh. I know. Is this the end of the podcast? Yeah, this podcast. Can we make it how done. many? Four episodes? This is the 10th. This is our 10th You've been episode. doing this for 10 episodes? I know. Oh, boy. Speaking I'm of tired. 10 episodes. Wait, 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 wait. wait. We're on. not done. Okay. Go on. And then the next day. Because we made double, some yes. for dinner and some for lunch. We dipped it in sriracha mayo. And the sriracha mayo was it? You're on your phone. You're I'm looking for a review phone. and You're I'm not listening, listening to, you. to the fire that I'm spitting. You dipped it in sriracha, sriracha mayo and it was fire. I heard you. <sighs> Listeners, get at us. Was I listening? They, they get at us. Don't weaponize the listener. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is singular listener. <laughs> Speaking of our listeners, <laughs> listener, let's read this amazing five-star review from Cupcake2228. Cupcake2228 says, I went vegan about a year ago and I'm loving listening to this videos. Cannot wait to share. Oh, vegan Cupcake2228, self-promotion, but thanks for the five stars. <laughs> Why did you? <laughs> well, I'm going to cut you, that out. You write up a whole thing and, and script it and then you're just reading these reviews off the cuff? Yep. No. I'm going to find something else. It was AstroTurf, just not our AstroTurf. This one, they put their username as Talking Tofu. Whoa. I know. This is, is a us? friend. I don't know. It wasn't me. No, it wasn't me. Just scrolling through all of the reviews. This might okay, not be a great Okay, I found segment. one from Christopher Gronland. We'll read that because I know Christopher Gronland's a real person. We follow each other on Twitter. All right. Becky and Dave are off to a great start. There was no question I'd be interested in the show. I love Becky's YouTube channel. That said, the show was even more fun than I expected. Add to that good sound quality, and I can't wait for the next episode. Well, here it is. Thank you, Christopher. I appreciate that. It's very (laughs) nice. We appreciate those reviews, and please keep them coming. They help us out so much. Also, we don't want to run out of ones to read 
to everyone because yeah. Dave especially loves this part of the show. You are painting us into a corner. Mm-hmm. Nobody else reviews it. Then the segment's going to go away. Oh, yeah. And it's going to look like failure. Oh. Right. There will be some just egg on my face. Oh, boy. you. <laughs> we are really on Crack fire today. Oh, window. Mm. So sushi burritos, <laughs> they were a hit. Yeah. I'm glad I doubled them because I looked forward to eating that lunch one like for the whole morning. It was, w- it was a treat. I will say. Yeah. It hardens overnight. Yeah. Leftover sushi is not as good as fresh sushi. Yeah. The leftover things hard. aren't as good as fresh things. What's Dis- a, what's a, what is a thing that's better left over than fresh? Chinese food. Hmm. Disagree. Oh. I feel like leftover Chinese food is like its own thing because don't disagree with when i was a kid we would get chinese food a lot like at slumber parties so leftover chinese food to me tastes like nostalgia like reminds me of that you know you wake up and you were up late with your friends and it was cool and now you're eating this like leftover chinese food for breakfast which i know you don't approve of but it was i don't know kind of tastes like what we ate today but um (laughs) are you distinguishing between like if you went out to eat and you got a doggy bag? I want to specify that it would be not like good Chinese food. I'm talking about like cheap, like delivery. But you got delivery and then you're having a second pass of the delivery. Yeah. I'm bringing that up because I think it's two different. Even that is two different things because when you order delivery, you're anticipating the delivery. And so when it comes, it's like an exclamation point at the end of a sentence, and that's a good moment. And then yeah. you're having a second moment a little bit later, but it's not going to be an exclamation point at the end of the sentence. It's a completely different thing. And to your point, it tastes different, but I like the moment of the delivery arriving, and like then the, the dinner is like a party. I disagree, because I when I put those leftovers away... My anticipation of eating them for breakfast begins. It's the same anticipation as getting the delivery. When we say, oh, let's get green sprout and you light up (laughs) and you do a victory lap around the house. (laughs) That's the same as when you wake up the next morning and you're like, I'm not saying you can't look forward to both. Right. But I'm saying they're different. They are different. Is it better? Yeah, I guess it's just different. I don't know that I can say one is better than the other. I don't think we need to say one is better than the other. Chili is better the next day. Hmm. Day one chili is good. Day two chili. Okay. A lot of soups and stews, I feel like, are that way. Because the flavors have a chance to, like, really together. I do want to connect the dots that I I gave you an out of. I don't think we do need to decide that one is better. (laughs) When that was specifically what I asked. Yeah. Was what's one food that's better the day after it than... <laughs> I appreciate the out, though. Yeah. I felt bad for you because you were, you were paddling. But... I was. <laughs> one or. But... Big circle. There's got to be something, right? Chili. Yeah, I disagree with that. What? But it's a mild disagreement. So just, I disagree about it. I also don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Not pizza. I don't know. Is there a better leftover than uh, than the first eat? Get at us. On our Instagram. On Twitter. 
as of this recording, there's still nothing on the. I'm feeling at this point, I've been it? parked on the Instagram account for so long, doing nothing with it. I almost am like, the first thing I post has to no, be like really good. No, and what will all it? you're gonna do is post a picture of the merch. No, I That's am gonna not be the first gonna post is a picture of the. Merch. No, I definitely don't want it to be that. That's awful. Hey, <laughs> how horrible. <laughs> No. You want to talk about the merch since you brought no, it up? No, I don't want to talk about okay. the merch. We have merch now. No. <laughs> so uh, we don't have a takeout corner this nope. week. Instead of takeout corner, we are going to talk about this quest that Dave has been on for years at this point to find the perfect coffee creamer. It has been a long bumpy road that I was with him on for a while, but I gave up coffee maybe a year, a year and a half ago. So I now I'm drinking tea and I feel like the milk I put in my tea, I just use whatever soy or oat we have. It's just a splash anyway. Tea doesn't need as much creamer. Anyway, take us on a journey. My tea that that I'm drinking, I just prefer it with a little splash of milk. So take us on your journey, Dave. Thanks, Becky. Well, I'm going to turn it over to you, Dave. Back to you, Dave. (laughs) <laughs> wow. I want to I want to go down this road with you. No, I think I I like creamer before I went vegan I liked half and half. I like the first cup to have creamer. I like the second cup to be black. But that said, when I went vegan, you know, most of the creamer options were pretty weak at the time. There were soy creamers primarily uh and the soy creamers Were they flavored, the soy creamers? Well, that was what I was going to get to. Oh, sorry. Was some of the soy creamers were plain. Some of the soy creamers were unsweetened. uh, And many, many, many of the soy creamers were vanilla. And that was the default. Like you couldn't get, like you go to Starbucks. Even now you get soy milk in your coffee at Starbucks. It's vanilla soy milk. You don't get plain soy milk. Yeah, that's been a pet peeve of yours. Right. and For a long time. That's kind of true. It's just there is no universal creamer expectation like there is in the dairy world where you're getting half and half, you're getting low fat, you're getting, you know, all that stuff. I almost feel like there's a pressure for plant-based companies to make things that are a little bit extra. Does that make sense? Like they, because especially now when they're catering not necessarily to vegans, they want to be like, try our hazelnut creamer. Like they want it to be, maybe the plant-based thing isn't the only hook for them. They want it to be something. You know what I'm saying? Well, and I think, yes, I think there's, the reality is you can't just, you just can't really get as thick as a half and half or something like that without manipulating the flavor of it a little bit. So that's where you get like coconut creamers and stuff like that are pretty thick creamers. They all taste like coconut. And so I think what you're saying is like they throw vanilla in because vanilla is a profile and then there's a profile to it. And yeah, it's not thickness, which is its own profile. Right. It's vanilla. You know, it has a characteristic to it. It's not just weakening the coffee. It's adding some characteristic to the coffee. And so to your point, you found like a dozen people under the sun trying to find different ways to do that. So... When I started, and I was dairy-free long before I was full-blown vegan. I was dairy-free for like 20 years, probably. Um, That was, at the time, Silk was really the only creamer in town. 
and they had vanilla, they had original, and that was okay. And then it wasn't great, but it was okay. Then Trader Joe's has a soy creamer that just became kind of my default and love that creamer. That's probably the best soy creamer that's out there. And then recently, Oatly has kind of come out with a full fat Oatly, which is great. An Oatly creamer, a barista version of it, which is really great. And then there's Califia Farms. Am I saying that right? Califia, I believe that's Califia. it. No, Califia? No, I think it's Califia. 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 Bringing a twang to it. Califia Farms has an, a thick oat milk, an oat creamer, which I'm not wild about, and then a barista version of their oat creamer, which I am wild about. Uh, so those are all very good. But throughout the whole past kind of three years of, of this explosion of, of creamer options, People keep saying, nut pods, nut pods, you got to try nut pods. Have you tried nut pods? Why don't you try nut pods? So then we finally tried nut pods. Yeah, we had some friends make a really good case for it because Dave mentioned his hesitation with nut pods is that it's a it's a blend, but the blend includes, it's almond and coconut, is that right? Yep. So it includes coconut. And he was like, I don't want my coffee to taste like coconut. And yep. that's historically how coconut creamers have shaken out. And they, several friends were like, it does not taste like coconut. Right. Yeah, we had some friends recently that, uh, not that I don't take all friends' advice seriously, but uh, it was the advice of these specific friends that got me motivated to actually like do something about it and give it a try. And it showed up on the grocery prime list cart app. Yep. Prime now. That's <laughs> and, what it is. Yep. <laughs> and so I was like, hey, why not? I got three bucks. So we did it. Did yeah. you try it? Yes. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Gosh, we could go back and forth on this all day. But. So I thought I smelled it first because um, I wanted to know it. what I was in for because I dealt it. I yeah. opened it up and I smelled the, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just picked it up. Mm-hmm. Ran with it. I did. Yep. You're welcome. So I smelled it before adding it to my tea mm-hmm. because I wanted to know what it was going to do to my smell? tea flavor-wise. It smelled like coconut. Yeah? I yeah. didn't notice that. I noticed the distinct coconut smell, but it did not taste like coconut in my tea. I thought it was fine. I also, though, don't use a ton of any creamer. I've been basically using the creamers that Dave tries and rejects. And so, I know. There was one that made my tea tastes a little vanilla-y, but that was not unpleasant. It was just there. Mm. I don't, I think that was the Califia. Yeah. It was vanilla-y, even though it was the original flavor. It had a really vanilla taste to it. It was not great in coffee. It was good in smoothies. Oh yeah. It was good in smoothies and it was, it was good in my chai tea. A little mm. vanilla, a little vanilla in chai tea is, is not objectionable. Yeah. I enjoyed it, but I'm not that picky. I thought that, so back to the nut pods though, I thought it smelled like coconut, didn't taste like coconut in my tea with the little tiny bit that I added. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't notice the the smell. I thought the taste was neutral enough and the thickness was just right. Not objectionable. Um, So it was good to cut the coffee that first cup a little bit. I think my concern with it, I have it with a lot of non-dairy creamers, is that it breaks up in the coffee. You have to keep stirring it if you want it to blend. You let it sit for too long, it kind of particleizes into those little oh, it like curdles. I don't know if curdle is the right term. Like you don't get those white flakes necessarily, but you know the lighter areas of the coffee kind of segment off 
and there's just kind of it's like separate. a galaxy swirl. Yeah. Um, is that curdling? I thought I associate curdling with like a almost turning, you know? Yeah, I guess it more like separates because you said you can stir it and it goes back together. Right, yeah, right. curdling, it's a little harder to get it to. Yeah. And sometimes you can't. And it's true a lot with soy milks and non-dairy creamers. Um, they Do break you get apart that, like, in the coffee. funk at the bottom? I haven't really that noticed That you get with funk? some of them? No. I didn't really notice that. Um, For me with soy creamers, that was my biggest hmm. problem. I noticed that. Was that like when you'd get to the bottom and there would be sediment mm-hmm. and their last sip would be like textured, mm. like grainy almost mm. because of some sediment that had fallen to the bottom horribly. Huh. So you didn't get that with didn't the notice that. No. That's great. No. I don't remember what – it's been a minute. I haven't had coffee in a long time. I yeah. miss it sometimes like right now Yeah. when we're talking about it. So I think the, the taste of it was good. The experience was pretty good. Name is terrible. Yeah, the name's bad. Why do you call it Nut Pods, Nut yeah. Pods? I feel like a like a tween. I want to laugh at it every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a big boy and I laugh at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a funny <laughs> name. <laughs> but maybe it's a perfect name because it really sticks in your mind. Yeah. You hear Nut Pods one time. You're there. You're there. Takes me back. No one had to tell me what a nut milk bag was more than once. All it right. sticks in the mind. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So there's that. There's that. So let's uh, let's get out of cream corner. Cream corner. Let's march out. <laughs> creamer corner. Cream. I like cream corner. I like creamer corner. What about creamy corner? No. Like that makes it seem like there's cream on the ground. Mm-hmm. You might slip. Yeah. Don't slip. Sounds in dangerous. Creamy corner. Sounds like a liability. Let's get out of creamy corner. No, we Zoom! need extra insurance for that. <laughs> <laughs> So should we move on and talk about this Guardian Steak and Eggs breakfast Creamy bowl? Up? Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely not. What? David Edward Streepy. Oh, middle name. Why did you do that? <laughs> should I bleep it? No. Should I mute it out? <laughs> I bleep it. It's not a secret. Let me read off your social security number real quick. Please do. As we slide on out of Creamy Corner. Oh. <laughs> Just keep one hand on the wall. <laughs> Keep yourself upright. Very. Leave creamy corner. Certainly paints a picture in the mind. It does. It does. So should we talk about these leaf gardens? I guess so. Yeah. (laughs) So we saw this on the on the app thing, and I was excited because you know we, as we've said before, we eat a lot of garden, and uh, we tried the prepared skillet dinners recently and those worked pretty well and then we saw this which is a reheatable breakfast bowl the guardian steak and eggs breakfast bowl mm-hmm. and so got excited about that as maybe a treat yourself brunch option and so we got them we and sure we had did. them this morning yeah we did yeah. so it's the kind oh. of thing like I don't know. I remember this from the 90s, like a TV. I mean, I guess that's still how TV dinners are, but I don't, vegan TV dinners aren't really a thing. So I haven't done this in a long time, but it's the kind where it's a plastic bowl with the film on top and you cut a little slit in it. And that action also brought back like Hmm. sleepover memories because sometimes that would be a slumber party thing. Like we'd make lean cuisines or something. Yeah. (laughs) And um, yeah, that felt very nostalgic to me for some reason. And then you stick it in the microwave. And about three minutes into the five-minute cooking time, the kid came out of his room and said, what's that smell? Yeah. 
It smells like soup. I realized because when I was loading up the car, when you were making yours, I went out and when I came back in, the smell hit me and it smells like soup when it's cooking. I thought it smelled like warm peanut butter, which was a, that is a trigger for me. And then as I explored the smell, I stood in the room and explored the bad smell (laughs) further. Uh, I could pick out like the spices and stuff like that. And it started resembling the items that were in the bowl to me. Didn't make it more pleasant, but yeah. made it make more sense. Yeah. It had a very strong soup smell to me. Mm. I would say when we make it again, but we won't. No. no. Although um, our kid loved it and is already asking when we can get it again. Yeah. He doesn't make grocery decisions like that. So, Well, but before <laughs> we get into what's in it, uh, there are a few other vegan options like this. Amy's does bowls. Oh, yeah. Cut the slit on top of. Sweet Earth does kind of... A bunch of stuff like that. Are the Sweet Earth ones vegan? I feel like they're, they're half not... and half. Some are, some aren't, but okay. there are. Um, there may not be like the bowl, but their burritos and their wraps and stuff, they have a lot of. We've had them before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The bowls, though, I thought had dairy cheese in them, but. Maybe, I don't know. I get them Maybe mixed all of them up. do, or we just, you didn't find the ones that didn't. Mm-hmm. It's also hard to tell with them, but that's a whole other thing. We're going to do Sweet Earth one day. But so in this one, though, we have a computer open. Oh, because I pulled up their meatless meals page because there's a bunch of other options. I was going to, I was tossing to you for the ingredients that were in this one. Oh. Steak and eggs. (laughs) I gotcha. So I'm just looking at the picture because that's what we're doing. So it's really like a vegan scramble with chunks of guardian steak. And then there's potatoes in Mm -hmm. it. And cheese, yep. vegan cheese, obviously, and red pepper. Yep. And then a lot of like spices. A lot of spices. A lot uh, of it's spices. It's like they opened up a like a sauce packet and just squeezed it in there. I th- thought, I didn't think it was overly spiced necessarily. I thought it was too salty for my taste. Hmm. I thought it was a little too salty. Okay. Among other things. Okay. I thought the visual presentation was atrocious. It yeah. looked like futuristic slop. Yeah. In the picture on the box, which I'm looking at on my laptop, it, there's like a lot of like fluffy, bright yellow eggy scramble with like some pieces of steak and like it's sprinkled with like vibrant pieces of pepper. And it did not look like that when no. it came out of the microwave. No. It was all kind of one color. I thought it had gone bad when I looked at it after I pulled the film off. I was like, should I eat this? Yeah. And I think what I saw was like, well, so there's the steak, there's the potatoes, there's the egg, and then there's just goop in between all of that stuff. And that goop is like cheese and whatever the sauce and stuff like that is. Yeah, that like cheesy. I thought the cheesy sauce worked on the potatoes and eggs, but not on the steak. When I pulled all of the things out, they were fine. The potatoes tasted fine. The eggs were surprisingly fine. Gardein needs to get into that. Yeah, the egg was good yeah. when I ate it on its own yeah. or with the cheesy sauce. It right. worked well. The steak was okay. It's That's the whole thing about steak and eggs, though, is like you're eating lunch and dinner food for breakfast. And yeah. it's kind of, it's supposed to have that kind of uh-uh-uh uh, like body to it. Yeah. But I didn't. I don't know. It was fine. It was fine for what it was. I wouldn't 
choose a breakfast bowl with it, even though I chose this breakfast bowl that had it. You know? I think the steak tasted to me like their beefless tips, just mm-hmm. it's a different shape. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of their beefless tips. I use it to make a beefless stew that I love. But mm-hmm. And I thought on its own, the steak was good. Mm-hmm. But I thought it didn't super work with everything else. I thought without the steak, this bowl might have been, if it had been more of the egg instead of the steak, that I would have liked it better and less salt. What would you prepare the beefless tips with? What do you mean? I mean, you said you, you use them when you make... Oh, to make a stew? Yeah. I do it in the Instant Pot, so I use also beefless broth uh-huh. and then potatoes and carrots. What else goes in there? It's been a minute because it's hot out. Mm. I mean, I can pull up my recipe. Don't pull up the recipe. But it's basically like a beef and carrots and potatoes. So stew. using the beefless tips in a stew would be your beefless tip. Right? No sound effect. Right? Yeah. No sound effect at all. I'm just going to let it hang out there in silence. Cool, cool. Dave's just grinning at me. He's so proud of himself. Would be your beefless. It's like a tip that you gave about the beefless tip. Mm-hmm. I like it. Guardian, get tell. at me. So I wanted to like this so badly. And also, I'll tell you now, I didn't want to tell you this before we tried it. But when I was talking to Kadri and Diane. Kadri again? Last night. I know. Kadri, the and unseen <laughs> third host of talking tofu oh we should have kadri on that would be uh, really fun should we have guests at us at us we just ask for twitter feedback every five minutes on this podcast i love it and you guys deliver i love waking up on friday morning and checking like twitter up. and seeing <laughs> people <laughs> are at tweeting at me about the episode i love it it makes my morning i so, like it too the I just point don't is, like waking up. Diane right? had I told her that we were going to eat these in the morning. I told them yeah. all because they were all there that yeah. we got these to eat. Wait, you were on the call with all of them? Yeah. I'd love to like to say hi to everybody. Oh, well, why didn't you come say hi? Because you said put the kid to bed. Yeah, and you I could did have that. come on in after. He comes sometimes comes and well, says I hi didn't to know them. That. Yeah, I didn't you know who's say- on there. Oh. Well, next, we're going to do it again soon because it was too long between calls. We do um, group Google Meets. It's fun. Anyway, yeah. uh, I was telling them that we were going to eat these for breakfast and then record right before we leave town. Yeah. And I told them that I was really excited about them. And Diane said, don't get too excited. No. <laughs> I was like, no. oh, no. So my expectations were managed a little bit, but I was still a little let down. Can we take this Biscoff with us? No, I need that. Oh, but you already made the thing. No, I was there's t- a full packet of Biscoff in this office. And I mean, like, there's, like, like on the push cart in the, in the airplane, what they would tear open to get your Biscoff packet out and hand it to you. That's what is in this office. I'm working on a Biscoff banana pudding recipe. I'm not sure if it'll be done by the time this episode comes out. Hopefully. That could be a jam band name. Biscoff banana pudding. Biscoff banana pudding. Biscanana. Anyway, there's a wordable there. Biscanana's pretty good. Yeah, anyway, good. I'm right now I'm at the getting the pudding right portion of testing. But anyway, I need the... I need the cookies <laughs> because I'm actually going to shoot this recipe too. I made it a couple times, but I need to continue to test it because it's not there yet. It's like Biscoff. It's a good sweet treat. I know. I just maybe it was, get some more. 
I had to order these on Amazon because I couldn't find them in the grocery store. Whoa. And so I don't I'm I'm afraid I won't be able to get more. Okay. All right. It's fine. It's fine. I wonder if I'm looking Would- in the wrong part of the grocery store, but I looked all over, I feel like, and couldn't find Biscoff at the store and I had to order them when I got home. Do you wanna you wanna give a final judgment on the steak and eggs breakfast bowl or do you want to talk about their other flavors? I did wanna so the steak and eggs hard pass. They have a sausage potato and kale that I think I would oh. be open to trying. They also have not for you because it's tomatoey, but the shakshuka breakfast bowl. I don't even know what that is. It's like a poached egg and in a tomato kind of a situation. You're it's like an Israeli me, breakfast. You're telling me that Guardian makes a poached egg. No, it's not poached though. It's a scramble. Oh. I'm looking at the picture, but like shakshuka traditionally is like gotcha. a poached egg. Okay. There's also kale. a sausage Gosh, Benedict. Can you imagine what they do to that kale to make it? There doesn't like, look like there's vulnerable. much kale in there. Don't worry. Oh, there's best. also a sausage Benedict, which looks like it has a good amount of spinach in it that mm. I would try. Yeah, maybe. I'm scrolling because it's mixed together. They have the breakfast bowls with their not breakfast bowls. They have other bowls? Yeah. Oh, and there's a Southwest sausage and veggie. That that sounds good. Like yeah. a tofu scramble? Yeah, that feels like when I, everybody does a frozen tofu scramble, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Like that's the default. Of course they're going to do that, you know? Do you want to know about their non-breakfast bowls? Another, Did, another time. We oh, and there's a sausage and gravy one too. We're almost out of time, right? I have no idea because I got chrome up. I'm yeah, we're doing fine sure on time. we're out of time. Oh, are we Probably out of, out of time. You ready to hit the road? Would you buy it again? No, not would, this. Would one. you eat it again? No. Well, I mean, I maybe it was fine. It was just. Not, I mean, I'm not. This isn't a thought experiment of like last meal. Right, right, right. Before. I mean, like if I was visiting a family member and they had that as the thing they got for me to eat, I'd be fine. Really? Yeah. I'd make toast. Would you? Yeah, I'd suck it up. I'd eat toast for breakfast and lunch before I had this. Oh, yeah, I don't think I'd eat it. I don't usually eat breakfast, so that, that's that's easy for me. But I would, like, suffer through two meals rather than eat this for one. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah, I would not buy it. I would not eat it. I'm yeah. open to the idea of it. I'm glad it exists. It can only go up from here and get better. You know? Yeah. This is, like, probably what cheese, what non-dairy cheese was like 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Dave, it was so bad. Look how far we've come. It was See? so bad. I can't right. believe we ate that and told ourselves it was fine. Right. No. Well, yeah. You told yourself. I wanted cheese so much. Yeah. So that's a bummer. It was now a bummer. I'm going to get in a car and drive and have an upset stomach because I'm carrying it around with me too. Yeah. It keeps making me burp. It's We yeah. ate it hours ago. I feel like I ate a lot of fast food and I didn't. Like I feel like I ate like a whole like impossible Whopper and fries and like soda. It was really salty. Like you carry that around with you, but at least you can point to the good times and be like, this is the cost of of that good time. And now I'm like, this is the cost of that bad time that I had. Yeah. Yeah, this was a miss. I'm sorry, Gardeen. We are still huge fans of you. I'm not sorry. Do better. Yeah. Do better. I love Gardeen. I do love Gardeen. I want to trust like that everything that Gardeen puts out is great. You know? Yeah, this was not great. Not our fault we didn't like it. I think that's not why I had dish. such high hopes because Gardein yeah. in general just nails it. Yeah. So I'm, that's... Go- I'm gonna I'm gonna take a stern 
tone with Guardian on this one. Guys, do better. You usually do. And somebody's got to point out when you don't. And that's me. <laughs> Hashtag Krusty. <laughs> Signed Krusty. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> if you're <What>? enjoying... <laughs> If you're enjoying the show, take a second to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If if you were enjoying the show before that part. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that last part. Ah! It really helps new listeners find us, and we just love reading those five-star reviews, and we might even read them on the pod, unless you are doing just self-promotion and including your Instagram handle Mitch in your review. still read it and realize. Midway. <laughs> Sorry. I was excited because it was like, oh, I don't know this person. Oh, this is a spammer. Mm. We'd also love to hear from you. If you've got a suggestion for a food we should try or thoughts about an episode or you just want to say hello, you can email us at TalkinTofu at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. (laughs) Bye-bye. You want to do it? Just do it all. Are you sure? I'm out of energy. Oh, Dave. He's just lying down on the floor. <laughs> like a throw up. Oh, boy. He's just on the floor <laughs> thinking about warm peanut yep, butter. That's it. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.